that's another point too. If you say something that you know would provoke a story or a memory of somebody else, then you know you got some gold right there because then that just makes them relive that whole moment over again, like what I just said. Yo, what up? Welcome to the 28th episode of the Resolution Podcast, where we break down lyrics and stuff. And I'm going to try that intro again. Hold on. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the 28th episode of the Resolution Podcast, where we help rappers gain clarity on their calling. I'm your host with the most, Alex Lacey. And this week, we're going to be breaking down one of my childhood favorite songs, and that is I Wish by Stevie Wonder and just the stories that he tells. So, so good. You probably know this song. At least I think I first time I'm a 2000s kid, so I think the first time I got introduced to this song was during... No, it wasn't during. It was the first time I saw Happy Feet, and which was kind of funny because that became my nickname as I grew up. But anyway... Yeah, it was just a dope soundtrack for my life. Like, again, we were listening to that song. And then in a couple episodes, I mentioned we listened a lot of uh, Living for the City, which I think they're on the same album. I think they're on the songs in the key of life, but I could be wrong. But yeah, let's uh, let's break down some of the instances he shows in this song and just the way he goes about his approach to it. So his approach to this song is just talking about the good old days the memories and that is something super relatable so if you're looking if you're kind of trying to find a topic for a song that you really want to do that will hit home for a lot of people talking about the good old days is a really underrated way of getting to the heart of those people i mean for me if i was an artist and i was trying to just get for get the low-hanging fruit of like what everybody would relate to i would just talk about you know the high school football games or prom or just like the high school experiences in general or even just like the child, like maybe some childhood TV shows too. I'm thinking about like Dexter's Laboratory, or I mean SpongeBob. Everyone knows, everyone knows that one. But what are some other ones? Like Scooby Doo from if anybody's watched the Boomerang Network. Yeah, those are those. Are, we didn't have a we didn't have a Cartoon Network, so I wasn't able to watch like Adventure Time or anything like that. But Boomerang, where it was like the old reruns, like there was the. There was like Scooby-Doo. I already mentioned that one. But there was also, uh, I mean, like Tom and Jerry, of course. Or even talking about like old video games. Like you could talk about the Wii. I remember the first time we got the Wii for Christmas. I was so pissed because my I thought my mom didn't get it for me for Christmas. And she doesn't let me live this down to this day. I was so sad. And she was like, you were so spoiled. We should have just never given it to you. I'm like, man, you might have had a point. But we ended up getting it. And I was like, thank you. Because that was like a defining moment of the childhood like super mario bros my brother and i every single day after school we would be on that it was so much fun so just talking about i mean you you're seeing the reaction of how i'm talking about it if you just basically took that emotion that you had from experiences and that you're you know your fan base would also relate to talk about them because they would love to hear that and nobody's doing that right now so that's just like it's easy money but what he does is he starts out with, as we kind of talked about in the storytelling tactics series, I guess. I can actually leave a card up to or leave a link in the description. I'll leave a link in the description 
to my 21st episode talking about the and but so framework where basically the and states the setting the subject and then the start of the journey and the setting is kind of a combination of it definitely includes the time but it also includes it can include like the place when and where this story is taking place so he starts out with looking back on when i was a little nappy-headed boy so looking back on looking back on when i that's basically saying he doesn't necessarily give an age he doesn't say how long ago it was but we can get a we can get a pretty i mean he's a little boy so that's probably i don't know how old he was when he wrote it but definitely older like not older but he was very young so my guesstimate is like maybe early middle school something like that and he says then my only worry was for Christmas, what would be my toy? And that's, we all relate to that. That's regardless of time period. Like we all are just super, I mean, growing up, you remember growing up and you're in like sixth grade and like you saw the presents underneath the tree and you're like, yo, what's going to be in there? Like, what's that? What's, what's is it going to be what I always wanted? Is it going to be that? And that you're just like super hyped. So we all can relate to that line. And he says, even though we sometimes would not get a thing, we were happy with the joy the day would bring. So even though he wasn't getting anything, he was still stoked about that day just because the joy that it brought, I mean, the joy that it would bring. He was still, he just loved the feeling of waking up Christmas morning. I actually don't know where, where Stevie Wonder's from. Drop in the comments if you know where he's from. But just that alone... Maybe he had a white Christmas and that was it. And just seeing like the lights on the tree, just seeing the ornaments hanging on it, just seeing maybe the lights on the other houses, maybe even going to the mall and just seeing all the crazy glitz and glamour that's going on there and seeing like Santa Claus taking pictures with the kids. I mean, there's a lot that comes around with it. I mean, there's a lot of, actually, I guess, side note, I've, as I've kind of gotten older, I've kind of seen a lot of the capitalist stuff that happens during Christmas, which kind of makes me go, uh, but that's neither here nor there. We're going to keep it on. We're going to keep the good vibes going with this one. So he's still happy with the day would, with the day, the, with the day would bring, that the day would bring. I'm going to try that again. He was still happy with the joy that, the day brought to his family and just created a ton of great memories. The next story he talks about is sneaking out the back door to hang out with those hoodlum friends of mine. And then, you know, just like little kids, we were all, we were all getting into trouble. So every year, I think starting from kindergarten up until like fourth grade, fourth? Yeah, it was fourth grade. I was sent to the principal's office or they had a thing called skills where basically you would like have to write like a an essay about like what you did wrong and why you wouldn't do it again. But it's still the same thing. So like every year I was a little troublemaker back in the day. So I can kind of relate to this one. And I wasn't, I was, I was kicking it with some, like some not great kids too, which I learned a lot from them. And like, they were just, yeah, the, I had some, I had some hoodlum friends. So just hanging out with those hoodlum friends of mine, that's something I can kind of relate to as well. Just him saying that makes me think of stories that I have that I've experienced with the friends that I had back in the day. That's another point, too. If you say something that you know would provoke a story or a memory of somebody else, then you know you got some gold right there because then that just makes them relive that whole moment over again. Like what I just said, I was like, 
I just thought up like two or three stories just from him saying that, just reading that line. But I I have I don't relate to this one, but I this is something that you might relate to. Like if you're into sneaking out and stuff, just like greeted at the back door. Boy, I thought I told you not to go outside. So we don't know if it's like his mom talking or his sister or whatever, but it's still just the same thing of like, yo, you got into trouble again. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, this whole song is about him getting into trouble when he was younger, <laughs> which is funny, but like a lot of people relate to it just because we, he actually goes on to tell why. So if you want to stick around to the end of the podcast, we'll break that down and try and your breath. So he says, greeted at the back door. Boy, I thought I told you not to go outside. Trying your best to bring the water to your eyes. So like fake tears. Thinking it might stop her from whooping your behind. I wish those days, man. I love that song so much. But trying your best to bring the water into your eyes, thinking it might stop her. So he's probably talking about his mom. I never really had to do that. Thankfully, I was like, I had the kind of the, I don't know, I guess the smarts, I guess, to not be doing crocodile tears in front of my mom. Cause I know she would like, she would have gotten even more pissed. But just the hook, the hook is so good. I, we could, I could talk for a minute about the hook, but it's just, I wish those days could come back once more. Uh, and then verse two, he's talking about brother said he's telling about you playing doctor with that girl. Just don't tell and I'll give you anything you want in this whole wild world, which I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know the slang playing doctor, but I guess that's like playing an inappropriate game, which I mean, I'm sure you can use your imagination as to what they were doing, but that's what makes me think too, is like, oh, that's probably like middle school, maybe early high school, but probably middle school where like kids are just entering puberty and they're like trying to figure themselves out. And then he like brothers, brothers telling him like, I'm going to go tell on you. Like I have a younger brother too. So that was definitely like, a, I actually had him on a, this podcast a bit ago, but we would get into trouble. Like there were some moments where I wasn't the greatest big brother, but he would, I'd be like, no, 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 don't tell mom, don't tell mom. So just that whole thing. I mean, if you have siblings, I'm sure you can relate to it in some aspect. And then he goes on to say, mama gives you money for Sunday school. You trade your for candy after church is through. So just, again, just using money, like mom's giving you money for some like Sunday school. Like she's trying to go to a good thing, but nah, you're going to keep it and give it, go get some candy for yourself like a good churchgoer does. <laughs> but nah, it's like, it's just the same stories of just him getting into trouble. And then the next one is him getting in trouble with the teacher and smoking cigarettes and writing something nasty on the wall. It was like, you nasty boy. That's the ad lib. And then teacher sends you to the principal's office down the hall. So like, he's just getting trouble in school, which like I said again, I was doing the same thing, like from kindergarten was it kindergarten? I think it was kindergarten. So kindergarten up to like fourth grade, like I was getting in trouble. Like at least, I think it was about once a year I was sent to like the principal's office because I remember in fifth grade, I was like, this is going to be the year where I break that streak. It's not going to be happening anymore. And it did. So I think I turned out mildly. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you grow up and learn that kind of thing ain't right. But while you are doing it, it sure fell out of sight, which I guess out of sight is like a slang wave back in the day of like thinking, man, it just felt right. It felt so cool. Like you felt like you were the, you felt so cool. You felt so good about yourself. And then later as you grew up, you realize like, 
yo, this wasn't as cool. But man, those days of getting in trouble and just feeling cool. And those are the days. So if you're able to tap into your audience's memories and what they hold dear to their heart, like their childhood or middle school or even high school, then it's really going to affect them in a great way. And it's going to help them love your music even more. So that's all I have for this podcast. Thank you so much for watching. I really hope this helped you out and get help get you some ideas for your next records. And I will see you not next week, but the week after. Again, my my life is just crazy right now. I'm still just trying to stay afloat. So thank you so much for being, being patient. I am planning in the future to go back to the weekly thing like I was doing in the very beginning. But until that happens, I will see you the week after the next. So have a great week, you guys. Peace. Peace.